0: What's going on guys, welcome back to another episode of Wade's World, and like I mentioned in the last episode, I am going to be more consistent in doing this, I'm going to force myself to, doesn't matter, it's also easier, in my opinion, for me to be consistent, because it's NFL season, I have something to talk about on a week-to-week basis, and just straight out the gate, I want you guys to hold me to this, I'm going to do an episode every single Tuesday night. I'm going to do it Tuesday night because all of the games will have gotten over with. Um, I can react to everything Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night. Um, The episode will probably be posted Tuesday night, but sometimes it'll be posted Wednesday morning. Um, And I'll also try to do a little review, uh, or preview, I guess, of the upcoming Thursday night game. Um, And I'll do that at the end of each episode. So... Uh, for this episode, I just kind of want to react to um, storylines, games that I was able to see. Like I said, right now with my current working situation, I'm not able to see that many games, but I do get to see a little bit, and I obviously watch every highlight possible, and I know generally what happened and who went off and who had good games. And so So far, yeah, so far everything should be... Consistent like this for about a month, and then I might switch it up when my working situation changes. But uh, for right now, expect an episode every Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning reacting to the previous week and previewing the upcoming Thursday. So now that's, that's out of the way, um, I'm not going to read off each game or anything like that. I'm just going to kind of react to things that I thought were significant. Um, And I'll start with the Bears and Packers game. Uh, I'm not going to say a whole lot about this because I am, as a Bears fan, going, like I said, I'm going to write about it, which I plan on writing right after this. Um, But what I will say, um, just to kind of summarize what I'm planning on writing, the Bears offense looked bad. It wasn't all on Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, he was inaccurate, made some poor reads, but he shouldn't be throwing 45 times. That's on... The play call of Matt Nagy and David Montgomery needs more touches. The Bears' defense looked good, not great. No turnovers, didn't love that. Um, the one touchdown in the game to Jimmy Graham, if HaHa Clinton Dix is on the field instead of Dion Bush, it at least gets swatted. There's there's no way with how how much time it was in the air that Jimmy Graham should have been able to catch that cleanly without really much contest at all. Um but yeah, like I said, I'll I'll write more about that game, so we we won't cover too much of that. Um the next game that I want to talk about is going to be the Sunday night game, and I'm not doing this in order or anything, but it was a complete snooze fest even though you could argue that the Thursday one was, at least the Thursday one was close, but the Sunday night game between the Patriots and Steelers Was terrible. I literally fell asleep during it. But from what I did see, the Steelers' offense does not look good at all. Um, And also, the Patriots are the Patriots again. And Tom Brady wasn't just dumping down, he was actually making some solid intermediate throws. I didn't really see many deep balls, but intermediate throws. With some zip on them, and they weren't all just checkdowns. So that's worrisome for the rest of the league, and also the news of Antonio Brown now joining the team. I assume he will be playing on Sunday. But actually, five minutes before I started this recording, um, a f- his former trainer uh, and girl who he went to college with has just accused him and press charges on him of sexual assault slash rape. I've seen both. I don't know the legal logistics of if, like, what the exact differentiating factor is, but either way, he's, he's been accused of that. So that's more in, into the Antonio Brown circus, and I just want to give my opinion that I do think that this was kind of all planned by him in the first place. Maybe not necessarily to go to New England, but um, he definitely wasn't happy about going to Oakland, and I think he just kind of acted out as much as possible until they finally released him, and then he had the freedom to go wherever he wanted. I don't think it was a matter of money. I think he just wanted to go to a good team, and being seen as how with the the video of him calling himself a villain, it makes sense to go to the Patriots because they're kind of the most hated team in the league because they are so good. Um, so that's gonna be a scary team. It already was looking like a pretty good team. Now you throw in Antonio Brown. I'm not gonna change any predictions this week. I'm I am i will do an updated prediction later on in the season, but not gonna do any updated predictions. Uh I know people are freaking out because Gronk tweeted I emojis and then uh he changed his bio back to New England Patriots tight end. So I don't see Gronk making a huge impact if he does come back, but it's still another weapon. And, I mean, anything to to give a security blanket, I guess, to Tom Brady is just crazy. So, yeah, enough of that game. Um, the biggest surprise game, um, I thought, was the Titans and the Browns. And I had it brought up to me that when I was mentioning... NFC South contenders, I didn't mention the Titans. And yeah, that that wasn't me like calling them bad. They just completely slipped my mind. Uh and a big part of that is just the question marks of Marcus Mariota's health. But they came out and put it on the Browns. The Browns, like I said, that's not a game that I got to see, but just from looking box score watching and stat watching and just highlights that I saw it, they didn't look in sync, and uh the the Titans defense might be one of the top defenses this year, uh like I said, I didn't get to watch the game, so I can't speak too much on it, but that was it was an eye opener for me. I didn't think it was the Browns were going to clearly blow them out, or you know I thought the Browns would win. I thought it would be a seven to ten pointish game. I did not expect the Browns to lose, and I did not expect the browns to get blown out of their own home stadium but yeah so that's my thoughts on that game um wasn't surprised about the Ravens and Dolphins game what I was surprised was that Lamar Jackson was actually airing it out when I when I heard about uh Hollywood Brown having his first two catches and like over 100 yards two touchdowns I was like oh what was it a slant and then I see the play and he's He's just airing out like a fifty yard bomb in air. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I, I liked his uh I like his comments after saying not bad for a running back, talking about Lamar Jackson. But uh yeah, that was it wasn't surprising to me the outcome. Um, just the fact that Lamar was actually throwing and throwing it well. He became the youngest quarterback ever to have a perfect passer rating, which look into that what you will, but um I'm, I'm, like I said, still not changing any predictions for playoff teams. I'll revisit it maybe around week six or so. But, uh, yeah, so there's that game. Um, the Dolphins just, the, the Dolphins are going to be a team of replacements. They There was already the report that a bunch of their players have contacted their agents and are demanding trades because the season's a lost cause. If they go 0-16, I will not be surprised at all. I've seen their schedule. It's not favorable. Um, another big surprise was the Washington and Philly game because Washington came out hot. I think they were up 20 to seven at halftime. I want to say. And then they, they ended up inevitably losing like 27 to 32. I think it was, um, didn't get to see that game. Got to see the stats. Saw Case Keenum lit it up. Deshaun Jackson had a good return in Philly. Um, I was just surprised that it wasn't a blowout because I'm (coughs) of the belief that the Redskins will not be good. But, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe they'll be a somewhat respectable team. And I I certainly wasn't expecting them to be, but who knows? Um, So now I'll talk about a couple games that I did get to see, and actually saw the end to. So I saw the beginning of the Sunday night game, and I fell asleep around the third quarter. So these next two games, I saw the f- third, fourth quarter of, and that's the Cincinnati and Seattle game, which I was very surprised was close. Uh, Andy Dalton played a great game. Um, I don't know what it was with Seattle. Just that they, they seem stagnant. I don't, I'm I'm still going with them to win the NFC West, like I said before, but I don't know. It just really surprised me. I don't know if Cincinnati is better than I thought they would be, or if Seattle just isn't as good, or if it's just week one and we should stop overreacting to week one games all the time, because everyone does that nonstop. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was a good game. Uh, I know... Russell Wilson aired it out to Lockett for like a 45-yard touchdown, but I don't think Lockett really got many touches, and I kind of expected him to take over since Doug Baldwin is gone and out of the league now, but I don't know. Just not as big of a game from him as I expected. And the other game that I was able to watch the fourth quarter and overtime of was the Lions and Cardinals game. Um, Kyler Murray, I think he at one point the announcer said, I think – it was like four batted balls at the line and that was a big concern with him getting drafted was because he he's a short guy. He's under six foot and typically they don't like short quarterbacks in the league. It's, and that, that is one of the concerns, but he made some very solid throws. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald still looks like Larry Fitzgerald, even as in his advanced age and uh, the Lions are still the Lions. I, I mean this game ended in a tie. The the Lions were up 24 to 6 at the start of the fourth and then the Cardinals scored 21 straight. Lions answer with a field goal and that's the game. I mean I w- I will say I was a little surprised the uh the Cardinals had it around it was around midfield. It was fourth down with about a minute to go in overtime and Honestly, I don't think anyone, even the Cardinals, are really expecting to, you know, win a lot this season. So I was really surprised they didn't go for it. Like, yeah, if you don't go for it, obviously, or if you do go for it and you don't get it, then obviously, yeah, the Lions get the ball and they're like 10 yards from field goal range. Less than that because you have Matt Prater. But just in a season where it. Looks like it's gonna be a mostly a developmental year, especially for Kyler Murray. I would've liked to see him go for it. Just see you know what what's the worst that's gonna happen? Um you end up losing and you have a better shot at number two pick since the Dolphins are gonna end up with number one pick. I'll say that right now. Um Yeah, so just go for it. Let 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 the guy let your kid develop and you know, why not? Um I was also able to catch part of the Tampa Bay and San Francisco game. Just super sloppy. There were like four touchdowns called back, 17 penalties total, uh, two pick sixes by Jameis Winston, and another pick. I think I, I think he had three picks. He might have just had two. Jimmy G threw a pick. There were three or four fumbles total. Just a sloppy game and overall not, not enjoyable to watch. Um, and then I didn't get to see... The first Monday night game, which was the Saints and Texans, but I did get to see the highlights and really just the last minute in general where Deshaun Watson was able to lead down the Texans. Um, I believe it was, I believe it was Will Fuller. Like I said, I, I only saw highlights, but I think it was Will Fuller caught the touchdown with like 25 seconds to go. And then... They're able the Saints are able to march back down, get into very distant field goal range, and Will Lutz hits a fifty-eight yarder for the win. And uh the big question mark on that was uh the coverage that the Texans played. With six seconds to go, they pretty much just dropped back into prevent defense while while the Saints still had a timeout and they were able to complete a like eight yard pass. And get down and call a timeout with two seconds to go, in order to you know get into field goal range. But they acted as if there was not enough time for that, and it's what cost them in the end. If they, uh, you know, if they if they come up and stop any quick short completion, then you know they're fine. But uh, unless Drew Brees completes a hail mary, because if that if you take away that quick short completion. All you have to do is pressure it for two, three seconds. If he doesn't have the opportunity to get the ball out of his hands immediately, then it's not even an option because he can't go down in time. So really, really just poor clock management from the defense, um, which is something you don't really hear a whole lot of. But yeah, poor, poor management there. And then in the second Monday night game, uh, I was able to see most of it. I didn't catch all of it, but... I was able to catch the end of the first half and then the entire entirety of the second half, and the Broncos don't look good. Joe Flacco doesn't look good. Uh, the defense as Bradley Chubb, Vaughn Miller, that's really it. They couldn't stop the run. The, the Raiders looked a lot better than I anticipated, um, but I think they were kind of fired up by the whole Antonio Brown thing, so I don't know. I wouldn't expect it to, you know, last for the season, but if they're a 6-10, and 7-9 team, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't think they're going to be terrible. I mean, they could go 500 and wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know their schedule either, so I can't really say much about that, but um, Josh Jacobs had a great debut. He was the first, or I think the only player along with uh, the Danny and Tomlinson to have two touchdowns and over 100 yards from scrimmage in his NFL debut, which, you know, is great for him. Um, And he looked really good doing it uh, just from the eye test. And Derek Carr was something like 21 for 25. I said most of that's in the first half, so I didn't really get to see it. But, yeah, I mean, the the Raiders very well could be a solid team. Um, It was interesting on, you know, third down and – the the Broncos have a chance to get the ball back down eight third and something like eight and you're everyone's expecting to run and Gruden calls a little wide receiver screen to Tyrell Williams ends up getting nine yards in the first down and it's game over and I, I really like that because a lot of coaches just won't throw even if it is something like a screen um, when it comes to you know trying to ice the game away but it's a lot more likely to succeed than a than a run up the middle when you have eight guys in the box. So I really like the play call there by Gruden. Um, like I said, not not a whole lot I can really react to when I don't see the games. Had the Antonio Brown news to react to. Um, the the Colts put up a good fight, and uh, from what I saw, Vinatieri missed two field goals and an extra point when you lose in overtime. You know, it's... It's tough when you have a kicker that does that, but as a Bears fan, yeah. Last year, I can testify to kickers. Uh, kind of costing you games or just making games closer than they should have been. But, yeah, so that that's pretty much my whole wrap-up there. Uh, for the Jags, I mean, Nick Foles broke his clavicle. Um, Pat Mahomes sprained his ankle and played through it. Uh Tyreek Hill also had a clavicle injury, but it it was a little different, but he's still out. I'm not entirely sure what the situation is there. Um Yeah, so that's that's really about it. Uh I know um of at least one person on the Gardner Mishnu the 2nd, which is the rookie backup for the Jags who came in and I think he had a good stat line I think I saw he had around 200 and some yards two touchdowns and an interception something like that um so you know maybe he'll be decent but uh, uh definitely got to leapfrog the Titans in there uh partially because I forgot them and partially because they looked a lot better and partially because now Nick Foles is hurt and I, I wasn't a big believer of him, but I mean I don't know anything about this rookie so I at least know things about Nick Foles. Um, so now looking ahead to Thursday's game, it's the Panthers and the Bucks. And like I said, the the last Bucks game against the 49ers I was able to watch. It was ugly. Uh, I don't expect much better offensive performance against the Panthers. Uh, Christian McCaffrey ran all over the the Rams last week, I expect a blowout. It's a Thursday night game. Rarely are Thursday night games good. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a scheduling issue, but I, I remember just there, there being just multiple blowouts on Thursdays. You occasionally get a good one, but I, I just don't see this one being a good one. Um, Greg Olson's questionable, but is likely to give it a go, I think is what the last report I saw was. <clears throat> um, yeah, I did McCaffrey running all over the Bucks. Cam Newton, probably getting a couple dump off touchdowns, probably go something like 16 for 20 with 197 yards and two touchdowns and McCaffrey will have one of those and the other one will be DJ Moore or something. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch, but I'm, I don't have high expectations for it at all. Um and then I'm not going to preview any of the other games. All I'm going to say is as a Bears fan and really just as someone who watched both the majority of both games, um if the Bears don't decidedly beat the Broncos on Sunday, I will be concerned because they did not look good at all. And the Bears having 10 days to prepare should have figured it out and Hope hopefully all the issues are resolved there but uh it's gonna wrap it up for this episode um i'm gonna go ahead and post this right away it's eight sixteen. so yeah you guys should hear this tonight and i'll sure i'll be reposting tomorrow too just so you guys can see it um but yeah i plan to be recording the next episode next tuesday so uh I'll talk to you guys then peace